0: Hey, this is Michael Walter. When you start your hiring process, you may have questions. Will you find good applicants to choose from? What about education and experience? And how will you know you've made the right hire? Indeed is here to help. Millions of great candidates use Indeed every day to find their next opportunity. You can post a job in minutes and use screener questions to help you create your short list of applicants fast. Also, add skills tests to your job posts so you can be confident in your applicant's ability. Their library of more than 50 skills tests range from industry-specific skills like accounting to general aptitude tests like critical thinking. Indeed gives you the smart tools to make hiring decisions quickly and to be confident that you're making the right hire for your team. Post your job today at indeed.com slash Waltrip and get a free sponsored upgrade on your first posting. That's Indeed.com slash Waltrip. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Offer valid through March 31st, 2020. Hey, Michael Waltrip here. It's time for another edition of Waltrip Unfiltered. 2020 NASCAR is off to a roaring start. Some great racing, a lot of fun, some surprise dominance. Out in Cali by Alex Bowman the dramatic Daytona 500 finish that luckily for everyone it all turned out good Denny Hamlin with that brilliant move to win the race and Ryan Newman with that beautiful picture a couple days later walking out of the hospital with his two daughters at his side so um, just, just happy about 2020 season so far Waltrip Unfiltered is usually brought to you from our plush beautiful studios located at fox sports charlotte north carolina but today like last week i'm taking the show on the road i'm out in phoenix arizona got here sunday night after the race drove over from la took about five hours and when i got here kyle larson ricky stenhouse denny hamlin austin jp a bunch of buddies and i rented a house and i'm sitting outside in scottsdale arizona Looking at a beautiful view of the Australia Mountains, Camelback Mountain, Mount Baldy. Okay, let's be honest. I'm looking at a mountain. I don't know the name of it, but it's beautiful. It's a great day in Phoenix. It's going to be a wonderful weekend for racing. A preview to the championship race that we're going to see here in Phoenix come November. So today, I thought that it would be fun to just take fan questions. Waltrip Unfiltered, March 4th, 2020, is all about the race fans. What's on your mind? What do you think? We get tons of questions that arrive at Fox Sports, Charlotte, North Carolina, for Waltrip Unfiltered and what the fans are thinking, uh, how it's going in their world, what they're seeing on the racetrack, and just personal questions that folks want to know the answer to. So I am going to answer a lot of those questions today. I think that that would be fun to see what you're thinking, and I've already read through some of the questions, and it's certainly interesting what you're thinking um, that's going on in the world of NASCAR. The first question is from Jim in Omaha. Well, hello, Jim. I didn't even know y'all were listening out there in Omaha, but um, thanks for listening from Nebraska. My buddy Rick Allen's home state. He's a Husker. Did you know, let me just throw this out there at you, Rick out. Allen was an all-American decathlete in college at the University of Nebraska, and he 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 went to the Olympic trials. You'll just have to get him to tell you what happened, unfortunately, at the Olympic trials because he was really close to making the team. Um, anywho, I digress. Um, Jim wants to know what was it like when you said Noah Gregson didn't wreck that guy. <laughs> And in Austin, and I'm paraphrasing here, but uh in Austin Dylan was sitting there who's you know, that's his team, that's his guy. Um, and so what what do you think there? Well Myan Snyder's a great kid and he did a great job behind the wheel of that car. And he did a really good job driving RSS Racing's car at Cali. So obviously talent there, but you know, it was just one of them deals. Um, I didn't think he did it on purpose. Austin said he did. We watched the video. Austin was right, but me and Austin are buddies. I mean, it's my job to to be um, open minded about what I see. I can't just assume. And obviously, it was Austin's car, his Papa's car, that got spun around. Um, so he was quite adamant about what happened. And once I saw it, yeah, he did wreck him. So uh, no, no big deal. No, everybody seemed to think that that. Not everybody. Some folks seemed to think that that was. Um, a moment where Austin and I were like at each other, but we weren't. We we're just we're just a couple of racers sitting there talking about racing. Uh, and he was right. He was correct. So no problem there with Austin. <laughs> this is funny. Samantha from Georgia. Michael, what's up with your hair? Question mark. That one was verbatim. I read it because it was short. Um, you know, I'm just growing it out a little bit. Uh, I'll I, you know I've I've got great hair, so I just. Sometimes I feel like celebrating it. And um, as long as I can keep it tame, I don't think my bosses at Fox's, Fox mind it that much. And, and certainly on the podcast, especially right now, when you can't see it, it shouldn't be an issue. But um, my hair, I'll tell you a quick story about my hair. It was July 2019. We were in Eldora and the garage didn't open until like four in the afternoon. And I had some spare time. So I went for a jog, and when I was on my jog, I was like, I need to color my hair. So there was Walgreens there. I went in, but this is where I messed up. I didn't have my um, readers with me. And so I'm looking at the hair color, you know, and I'm thinking that one looks about like the one I get. I usually get light brown just for men. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, that looks right. And so I grab it and I pay for it. I go home and get in, the, get in the shower and get my, just for men going, I, I washed my hair with my, with my hair color. And When I got out and looked in the mirror, I was like, holy cow, my hair's black. I look like Jerry Lewis, black hair. I mean, it was crazy. But um, then I grabbed the box with my readers and it said, um, well, black. <laughs> it, it, it said it right on the package that I didn't read. And so my hair was, was, was really, really black. And I could tell everybody's looking at me when I got to work that evening with all my buddies from Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1. They were all looking at me, and I, I didn't say anything, and they didn't say anything. But I could tell they were thinking, you know, what is, what is his deal? So, anywho, I tell you that to tell you this. I haven't colored my hair since. That was July. We're now March. And I just, I just have a little bit of gray, not much. But the longer it gets, the, the, more, the, you know, the more the gray you see. So um, I don't know, I might get it trimmed this weekend, but I'm not gonna get it cut short. I played golf yesterday with Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He's my buddy, he's a great man, he's a great American, and he's a, he's a solid individual. And we took a picture of our mullets together, standing side by each. And I thought it was a beautiful sight, and as did Ricky. Um, and if you're curious, Ricky's a better golfer than me, as are all my friends are better than me. And um but, but we all have a good time. We like to bet a little, I won't lie, we like to have a beer or two. And that leads me to my next question that someone has asked. This is James from Kentucky. Hi Jimmy. James wants to know, I see on your Instagram, comma, MWR55, that you have a brewing company. Period. Tell me about that, and what type of beers do you have? Question mark. Well, James, the Brewing Company is, is a fun project for me and a couple of my friends, Brian and Glenn, both from the Phoenix area. We were um, playing golf one day and having a beer, and I said, you know, I'd like to make my own beer. I know what I like, but I don't really ever get to necessarily taste what I like in a beer And so they were intrigued because, you know, I'm probably known as a guy that drinks a little more wine than beer, but I'm in, you know, I'm into beer, especially on the golf course. And, um, they said, well, let's go, let's, 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 let's look into this. And they're smart guys. Uh, Brian used to run the, the Phoenix track for 20 some years and Glenn owns some bars around the Phoenix area and also down in Dallas. So they said, let's look into this. And we, we flew out to Denver, Colorado. This is how goofy we are. We said, let's, let's, let's study it. And we flew out to Denver, Colorado, met with a couple of breweries, um, and went beer tasting. Now I think that's something that's highly underrated beer tasting. You know, they have wine tasting. People do it all the time. I see a lot of my friends when they get home from wine tasting in Napa Valley, Sonoma, that whole area, they've been wine tasting. Well, it looked like to me, they just been wine drinking. But because they call it wine tasting, it's somehow socially acceptable. So we said we're going to go beer tasting to see what our palate likes. What might be something that we would like to taste in a beer? What would we like to drink as a beer? And the idea started from just a casual conversation on the golf course, visiting a brewery, and then going out and doing some beer tasting. And now, nearly 18 months later, uh, in late March we will have our first beers for people to buy. Uh, we went to see some folks in Phoenix over the last couple of days while I've been out here about our beer. We have some of the beer uh, here in Phoenix. I was able to share it with, with Kyle Larson and, and Denny and, and all the boys. And I know I digress, but did you see Caitlin Larson shotgunning the beer in Victory Lane or wherever she was? That was awesome i had the honor of asking caitlin to shotgun one of my beers yesterday and and she did and it's it's a it's a beautiful thing so the name of the brewery is michael Waltrip brewing company and the name the brands of our beers are two-time two-time blonde is our first beer and you think oh yeah two-time i get it he uh he won the daytona 500 that's that's nice um And then two-time blonde, you're like, well, did he win the Daytona 500? Or does he not understand or know where his girlfriend went? Like, where's his girlfriend? What's she doing? (laughs) So it's a play on words. But two-time is our brand. Our first is a blonde ale, like I said. um, Very drinkable, very tasty. I'm very proud of the product and uh, everything that we put into it. And then our next uh, couple of beers are going to be two-time Vaminos. Vominos means let's go, JP, let's go. The two-time Vominos um, will be available. It's a Mexican lager, and these beers will all be available later this month, like I said. And then our third beer is an IPA, um, and it is called Checkered Past. Again, get it, you know, two-time Checkered Past, the win or what, what's going on there. Um, but, but we're really proud of our beers. I think you'll love them. I think they're very tasty. And hopefully they'll be in a store near you come later this month. Yeah, I'll show you that video of Caitlin shotgunning one of the two-time blondes here in Phoenix. I think you'll you'll really enjoy it. So thanks for the question. Uh, appreciate you asking about my beers and my hair. And appreciate um, all the fans' interest in Waltrip Unfiltered. We have a lot of fun doing this. We're going to have some great guests this year. I said last week on our broadcast that I would be... Uh, in victory lane doing my show from cali well we had some technical issues with that so that didn't go down but it's certainly exactly where i want to be sunday evening after the race here at phoenix i want to i want to go to victory lane find me a spot up in the corner have a cameraman have a have a have a chance just to to show you the behind the scenes look at victory lane maybe have the driver stop by or at least some crew guys and anybody we can anybody that's a part of the process you got photographers you got media there so um sunday evening in phoenix uh, for our next week's wall trip unfiltered i'm gonna be in victory lane even if i have to just shoot it myself because i'll be honest with you you know we're we we do not have much of a budget and we don't spend any money making this show we just sort of have some fun doing it. Hopefully being informative and letting folks understand what all is going on in the world of NASCAR. Ah, here's a, here's a current events question. They announced today that the Clash is going to be run on the road course at Daytona next year. What are your thoughts on that period? And that comes from Susan from Alva, Florida. Hey, that's where Ross Chastain's from, I think. The watermelon man. Anyway, what do I think about that? I think here's what they should do. There's only going to be 20 cars, right? A road course, a couple and a half, three, maybe more, miles long. Here's what I think they should do. They should say, starting order to be determined. Um, so they, had, they ought to have all the practice. You know, practice, practice, practice. Get the road course figured out. Run, run, run. And then when it's all over, all the practice over, they're going to say, here's how we're going to start the cars. And just go slowest to fastest. Slowest in the front, fastest in the back. Because that's a big track. And if a guy qualifies good, he's probably going to run good. And if a guy practices good, he's going to run good. So don't let him start out front. Start him in the back. And then see how it goes. See who can race their way through the field and get to the front. But listen, none of the competitors can know this because they'll sandbag. They'll run hard for most of the track, and then they'll slow down so they get a bad time in practice. I know it. I've seen them do it. So they can't know this is what we're doing. So let's keep it between us and and y'all. Like This is just our secret. But that's how it should go down so that we see some great racing, some great passing, because that's going to be an interesting course. I got to run that track. I ran the 24 of Daytona in like 10, 11, 2010, 2011, 2012, something like that. So it's a fun track. I think it'll be a great event. I think it's cool that they're doing it on the road course, and I can't wait to, to check it out. Should be a lot of fun so thanks for that question uh, down from down there in Florida the road course racing is, is you know gaining a lot of momentum there's some talk about possibly some street courses in 2021 that we will run temporary courses if you will and i'm thinking that with the new 2021 car they're going to be more nimble I believe the, the, the wheels and tires the weight everything will make them um, quicker um, more fun to drive. So I think as a racer, getting a chance to go road course racing more in 2021 is something that that I would be looking forward to. And as a footnote, man, I'd like to drive one of those cars. They look so cool. Maybe I can get me one together and run one more race one last time. Run my last race one more time. Because you know what? If I raced in a race in 2020 or 21, that would be five decades that I've been fortunate enough blessed to be able to race nascar in i started in the mid 80s 90s o's teens and then that would be five right 80 90 0, yeah uh, so maybe i'll look into that run somewhere maybe on a street course or a temporary road racetrack that'd be fun anyway probably not but i like talking about stuff like that here's a question from bill in michigan so um, shout out to Macy. I love your daughter. I'm so proud of you. She's a senior at the University of Michigan, going to graduate in May. And she's done a great job. Already has a job lined up, by the way, which is good for daddy. And a um, great, great, great college student. Um, just really blessed for what she's accomplished and, and whatever's next for her. Bill is concerned. What's up with our Toyotas? They were dominant last year. They don't seem to be off to a very strong start. Do you think it's the fact that their body is older than the other two manufacturers' body? Question mark. Well, that's certainly a fair observation that the body is older, but off to a slow start. I mean, I guess compared to last year, we didn't really see, you know, exactly the strength of the Toyotas this early in the season. They were good, uh, but, but. We wouldn't have known they were going to win all those races, so i wouldn't I'd slow my roll on the concern for Toyota because uh Denny won the Daytona five hundred, which was awesome for Toyota, and then Kyle was second at Fontana. I mean, I know Alex put a whooping on him and he put a whooping on the whole field but but Kyle was right up there uh uh fighting for the win, and so Denny with a top ten, Eric with a top ten um so Trux with some issues but I, I just i don't have that same concern i mean i could I, it could develop you know when we leave phoenix this weekend if we don't see some strong performances obviously especially after the way denny performed last october november excuse me um yeah i guess there would be room for concern but as of right now uh, let's see what happens this weekend and remember this this weekend the arrow rules are different So the spoilers are going to be smaller, uh, less downforce, less front splitter. Will that liken itself to what the cars were like in 18, even maybe 17 when when we saw some great performances from Toyota on on the shorter track? So, uh, yes, I hear you. Certainly, they didn't start out like they ended 2019, but uh, I wouldn't be overly concerned at this point. And I think this weekend is gonna be an interesting race because uh, like I said earlier, we're coming back here for the championship battle in the fall and um, the rules are different. So this can give you a look into what maybe short track racing 2020 is gonna gonna produce, what it's gonna be like because of the fact that that the rules are gonna be um, consistent through the short tracks. And uh, we'll see what develops this weekend. What the, What is the story when we leave here this weekend? Is it about Toyota's dominance? Is it about Alex Bowman continuing? You remember what Alex Bowman did when he stepped into Dale Jr.'s car? He sat on the pole and led a bunch of this race. And we didn't even know who that kid was. So I'd have my eye on him. And I'll tell you another thing. If you want to... Um, if you wanna know who might be the favorites, I, I walked around the garage area Sunday morning in California and everybody said 88, 88. <laughs> they knew that he had something special. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little research and I'll do some more this weekend and we'll see who the, who the industry insiders pick as the guy that's gonna be um, the favorite come Sunday afternoon. The, the racing at Phoenix last fall was not great. It seemed like that's why NASCAR changed the rules. It seemed like there was a lot of single-file racing and not a lot of passing. And so we'll see what brings this weekend. If you look at the margin of victory from last weekend in California, uh, Bowman really put it on them, like I said earlier. But there was great racing, especially on the start and restarts. And then all throughout the field, there was some, some really entertaining races. Races, So I enjoyed that event despite the fact that Alex beat him so so badly. Oh here's a great question. Michael, who is your championship favorite for 2020? Question mark. And that comes from Paul out in California. Not too far from where I am right now. Uh that's 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 a tough one there, Paul. You know, I was talking to Ford, my producer earlier Ford's sitting there looking at me. I've been talking this whole time. Hey, bud, <laughs> you're okay, Michael. Sorry about that. I was supposed to get you. You you got some questions too, I know. Yeah, but but Ford and I were saying we we I can't pick a favorite. You know, you you got to put some stock in um, Kyle Busch. He's he's the defending champion. They didn't have the car they were looking for this past week in California, and he drove it to a second place finish. So. I wouldn't count him out. And the fastest Toyota, in my eyes, uh, without a lot to show for it, has been Martin Truex Jr. He doesn't seem to have missed a beat with uh, Cole Pern going back home to Canada and running a ski lodge. Um, and James Small has stepped in, and that car is lightning fast. And Martin's, you know, very, very capable behind the wheel. So I, I already have an eye on Martin for another shot at a championship. Denny Hamlin, probably the best driver. He and Mark Martin, the best two drivers, the most accomplishments without a championship. Does, does he check that box in 2020? I know how determined he is to do so. Uh, and I, I don't like to count out Joey Logano. I just have a lot of, a lot of belief in his ability and his determination. The Penske swap, uh, crew swap, team swaps, if you will, over the offseason has seemed to produce some great results for those guys. Logano didn't run like I thought he would uh, this weekend at Cali. But last weekend in Vegas, he had that race won, I think, if the caution doesn't fly. And then think about uh, Todd Gordon and Blaney. Golly. Daytona's so close. Uh, California so close. But, but he's been right there every week. So, you know, he'd be a fun cat to see race for a championship. And his friend Chase Elliott, you know Chase has been solid. He 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 had the best car at Vegas and and uh, had an issue with a with a flat tire that that cost him. So um, I I I would today I would put my championship for Chase, Joey, Kyle, Denny. That's two Toyotas, a Ford, and a Chevy, and I think that that's a probably a pretty darn good guess. Now will I get one of four or any of four? Who knows? But just write it down that's what i see and that's what i think and uh i think that's how to go uh ford what's your opinion on the championship favorite
1: well of course uh for the championship obviously it's going to be uh, it's going to be tough because right now you're having a lot of uh, uh, you're having a lot of different guys that are, are coming out to be contenders of course you mentioned uh, alex Bowman right now so far he's um he's proved to be a force i mean ryan blaney yeah he hasn't I got in the finishes that he's wanted, but he almost won Vegas, and he was probably the only car besides really Jimmy Johnson that could contend with uh, Alex Bowman and and Fontana. So I I think right now you have uh, multiple drivers that can do it. Of course, you can't count out Kyle Busch, uh, Martin Tritz Jr., and Kevin Harvick, but right now I believe this is the year where Chevy now possibly has found something going forward for this year. I think you could see guys like Jimmy Johnson. I believe Jimmy Johnson will make – the elite eight or, or, or the round of eight, as you will. Uh, so I think Jimmy is going to be very solid this year. He's shown a lot of speed right now. Uh, I believe that out of all the guys currently, right now he's second, or excuse me, I think I think he's six in the playoff grid, but he's second as far as drivers that have not won a race so far in the playoff grid. So Jimmy's showing speed, but uh, I, there's no clear-cut favorite. You're going to have to give me a little more of a sample uh, of which drivers can can prove themselves that – they have what it takes right now. I think uh, as far as a standout right now, I think you got to go with Ryan Blaney. The Fords have speed, and and Ryan and that and Todd Gordon. That team has done a fantastic job uh, this season.
0: I appreciate it. I told you I'd get you in before the show ended. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you were over there listening when I asked you a question. You were attentive. You were prepared, and you gave us a, a precise, direct answer. And that's a lot of fun. All right. Well. I don't know if you can hear it or not. Hear that? Those bubbles? That's my hot tub. (laughs) I race cars for a lot of years. And, you know, um, my back hurts. So I'm going to get in the hot tub. I'm going to relax this afternoon. And then I'm going to get ready to go to Phoenix International Raceway, PIR. Yeah, so I'll go out there and enjoy some great NASCAR racing. Um, Be sure. You got to do me a favor. Be sure and tell all your friends to subscribe to Waltrip Unfiltered via their favorite podcast app. You just go on your phone there and you'll see podcast and you can find Waltrip Unfiltered and you're, uh, you're more than uh, welcome to join us week in and week out. We usually have guests, interesting guests. I've had um, some, some good ones over the, over the last season and I look forward to having more this year. Uh, with my little trip to the west coast and and the drivers being on different coasts i haven't put together a guy yet but uh, and next week i'm not going to have specifically a said guest i'm just going to be in victory lane and talk to anybody that'll want to talk to us so i think you'll really enjoy that show be sure to tell your friends about us here at well trip unfiltered you can also check out there was a question about my movie blink of an eye the documentary it's on Delta Airlines. You can watch it as you come to the NASCAR races. You can also find it on um, YouTube. And, and also, uh, while I'm thinking about it, uh, go to Fox Sports YouTube channels because they have a lot of um, of content with Waltrip Unfiltered. But but the movie is, is, um, is very well received. People have really enjoyed it. And um, there's a lot of talk that possibly they're going to make a, a motion picture out of it. I don't know about all that. I just know that I'm proud of the story that I told and how I was able to honor my friend Dale, and and what it's meant to so many people that got to watch it. Uh, my life has been a lot about overcoming adversity, and um, there's not been a tougher day, I don't think, in many people's lives than than that day in Daytona. And I'm I'm happy that you know it's it's my my perseverance and and me pushing through all that has inspired others to overcome obstacles in their lives. So. If you haven't seen the movie, check it out. It's available on DVD as well. And um, I, hope you en- I hope you enjoy it. Well, that's it for this week. Um, thanks for the questions. We'll get to more questions next week. And, and remember, we're going to be in Victory Lane. If so, there's anything you want to see, be sure to let Ford uh, know here at Fox Sports. You can send your questions to, to, to my Twitter, my Instagram. I see a lot of your comments uh, on there and I will certainly pass those along to Ford. He's Ford Martin. Um and what what's your what's your Twitter thing or whatever you do over there, Ford?
1: Yeah. Uh you can either go on to NASCAR on Fox on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Or if you want to come to my own personal uh Twitter handle, it's Ford Martin T V. It's Ford Martin TV, so you can check me out over there. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna hit the hot tub, Ford.
1: Why don't you take us home? Yeah, guys. So uh, be sure to check us out on your favorite podcast app. Here on Watch Unfiltered. Again, appreciate you tuning into uh, today's show. Uh, but be sure to rate us five stars if you'd will. Uh, we really appreciate it. But uh, also, uh, fans, if you're looking for more video content for Watch Unfiltered or for NASCAR content in general, remember we just launched our new YouTube channel uh nascar on fox so be sure to check that out for uh wall trip unfiltered video content full episodes and not just that for nascar content for full highlights race hub clips uh anything you can think of really we just about have it on the nascar on fox youtube channel so check us out there and also on twitter instagram and facebook at nascar on fox uh so be sure to send in your questions to there to mikey to my twitter account anything that you might need and we'll try to include uh your name on our broadcast so again thanks for tuning in Uh, a lot of exciting guests are coming up here real soon a lot of surprising ones and uh i think you're gonna like what we have to uh have to give you guys here so uh, again thank you and i look forward to talking with you guys next week